0: by the happiness 101 program hello salam shalom namaste sasrikal aloha hola ciao bonjour and buna it's really really great to be with you again today and i'm sure you will be so happy you're with us again (laughs) because I have a lovely, wonderful guest with me, Anya Rangard, who helps ambitious and driven entrepreneurs add 10 to 15 K to their monthly income without funnel or ads. How amazing
1: is that? Welcome Anya. Thank you so much for having me Samia, I'm so excited to be here with you today and I can't wait for all the good stuff that we're gonna dive into. I think it's gonna be a really fun chat.
0: Yes, I'm very very much looking forward to it and as my first question for you I will just ask you to please tell us more about what you do and
1: who you are. Sure, so i help ambitious and driven entrepreneurs add revenue to their business i found that i'm a bit of a strategy geek um i love diving into the strategies like the things that people find boring and i like to try to make them fun understanding how to you know put the passion into the strategies and um, i love how that you know converts into marketing converts into client propositions and sales other than that I am married. I live in Norway, where Frozen was, you know, inspired by, um, in the cold, <laughs> um, and I love a good cup of coffee. So that I think that kind of summarizes who I am and what I do in a little nutshell. There,
0: that is awesome, and I love that you call yourself a strategy geek. <laughs> I think I might be a little bit of a strategy geek myself. Uh, can oh, really? you know more about what it means to be a strategy geek and how that relates to your ability to help business owners generate more revenue
1: sure so I think what most businesses kind of forget is that the foundation of their business they have to have a strategy and one of the things that I really love about strategies there's no really one size fits all you know there's all these different models and things we can do but at the end of the day the ability to connect this strategy and make it your own so that you can have an authentic and heartfelt business because we buy from people we don't buy from a perfect strategy and so diving into different areas of strategic moves like how psychology plays a role in why we do what we do, behavior patterns, you know, we as human, we tend to do the same thing on repeat without thinking about it because it's just the way our brain works. And understanding a process of that and how we can influence our our audience in a way to not just buy from us, but to have transformation, you know, across the, the client journey of them saying, oh my gosh, I'm already experiencing some shifts in my life, my business, and then actually buying from a place of empowerment. I love that part of, of business.
0: Ooh, I love that too. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. And the fact that you, I think for for me, has just highlighted the idea that there's so many different aspects to creating smart business strategy because initially when I would think about business strategy I only thought about it in a very I guess a constricted context I certainly didn't think about it in terms of for example the psychology of the customer experience so this is really really cool tell me more like what's um a big problem that you find your clients struggling with, um, you know, because of which they're not able to have good strategies in their business. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I think the most common thing is either that they've um, taken a course and they've been taught like a very specific, you need to follow this step-by-step process. If not, you're not going to succeed and they're doing it and it's not working for them. And they feel kind of they're questioning themselves more than questioning the strategy um, or they have their, you know, testing strategy for a week, you know, going all in. I, I can remember that from early days in business, I would see someone do something and I was like, oh, this is really smart. And then going all in and seeing nothing because I wasn't paying attention to the strategic components. So kind of thinking that we have a strategy, but not really because you're constantly shifting it. So you're not actually trusting the foundation of your business, because, you know, a lot of strategies, trusting that you're delivering good content, you're delivering good um, and valuable things to your audience. And and so I think a lot of people that maybe aren't getting consistent clients or they're wanting to scale, but they're not seeing that shift happening, it's usually maybe a calibration in their strategy, because... You can't have the same strategy for making 10K than 100K, just as an example, but they can be a similar foundation. And then you just need to recalibrate how that's going to look like. And and having that foundation, it's not something that is set in stone. You need to to do this and this and this. It's more uh, based on the values and the moves and the way you want your your operating. It's it's the backbone of your business, (laughs) if that makes more sense
0: yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense to me and again you just highlighted some amazing points and I especially loved what you said like sometimes when people are taught to do things a very particular way and it's not working for them it's like they start to question themselves instead of questioning the strategy yeah (laughs) oh man yeah I, I can just even think back to my own experience and you know remember how that creates so much self-doubt in us and you know talking about the psychology of people uh, and right now from the perspective of of the entrepreneur or the the business owner it's like if you get into that into that self-doubt kind of mindset it can really derail you in so many different ways Uh, Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 Program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me your happiness expert Samia Vano. just use my online calendar link in the show notes now back to the show mm-hmm.
1: and I think you know when we're in that place it's, it's so easy to attack ourselves. you know I'm not getting the results I'm, and we're kind of and that shows up in the way we market because a lot of you know, how we attract and follow our client journey, especially the online spaces through marketing. And when we're not feeling good and we're kind of in this kind of destructive, like I'm not good enough, or maybe I'm not doing things. Maybe there's just this magic thing that I need to tweak and suddenly everything will be all right. You know, I think most of us has experienced that in like one way or another, but then taking a step back, I call this scriptless authority in my my business. It's knowing what to say, when to say it, to have, you know, the eight-figure entrepreneur sitting next to you, buy from you because of the transformation you're selling. And that's the confidence, that trust, that ability to not be hindered by the results, but, but be empowered by the, the ground foundation. If that makes sense.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I just keep finding all these amazing things that you're sharing so the not to be did you say driven by the results uh but mm-hmm. rather to have a firm grounding in the strategy uh, yeah gosh. that is so amazing and that's such a brilliant brilliant point because if we are f- driven by results so to speak but so often we cannot be in direct control of the results if ever, actually, I mean, we can only do what we can do. And then the results kind of emerge as they emerge. So actually, if you are driven by results, in some ways you are like setting yourself up for really feeling very out of control because if you can't directly control the results, then, you know,
1: oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I get what you mean. I think, you know, you can in some way control like statistically, you know, in strategy, if you go, I call this the number gate, you know, if you yeah. are a hunter at heart and you're just going for it, you can probably predict how many clients you're going to get. But to be honest, if you're there and it's you're succeeding with it, well done. I'm very impressed. But at one point, you're probably going to be burned out because you're constantly in a place of doing, not in a place of being. And what I've actually seen is most of my clients that feel kind of good about, you know, oh, their client journey, and get excited about it. They have higher revenue because of that. You know, it's not just adding 10K, like... Um, in a month like one of my clients she had a, we had you know we hadn't worked together for just, just 24 hours and she signed yeah. like two new clients at over 5k so you know it's it's not necessarily about the results but the results will come when you align yourself with the strategy because suddenly you're you know the strategy isn't just i'm going to go and get you it's more yeah. how can i serve you how can i be how can i you know help you move forward in the transformation together
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so being aligned with the strategy, being grounded in the strategy and this strategy is brought something that feels good to you, is authentic um, to your personality, character, values, etc. And is in alignment with the psychology of your customer or client. Is there, yeah. is there any other component to the strategy that we should be aware of?
1: Yeah, I think you know a lot of times how good a strategy is mm-hmm. shows in the marketing. You know, it's it's like how we we're a lot of people are focused on how much we market. You know, the visibility part. But, and then forget, it's it's not about how many posts you write. You're not going to be more successful with more posts. It's about what you write and how you show up.
0: Uh, hmm. Oh my gosh. Another excellent, beyond excellent point. Especially for, you know, those of us who are still small business owners or in the more, um, you know um, relatively speaking beginning stages of our Mm. our business growth journey because I know like for me when I first Mm. got started it was just me I didn't have any help as such and to be told that okay you have to make videos daily make posts daily uh, blog regularly do this 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 you know like yeah. it was so overwhelming and mm-hmm. it was driving me crazy <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like well I mean just it's just not realistic to to, mm-hmm. to 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 be like oh you know I can generate the same amount of content and have it be the same kind of quality that's generated by these big businesses that have like literally maybe 10 people on their staff just focusing on marketing or something mm-hmm. like that you know
1: yeah it's, it's making being aware of who you're comparing yourself to mm-hmm. making sure that you're not aiming for something that isn't in your market group Uh So, you know, when we are marketing, we get so caught up in, especially in the online space, you know, we're bombarded with all of these marketing things all the time. And our brain usually tricks us to being like, okay, well, if they do it, I need to do it. So even if maybe you're not, that wasn't your original strategy, you have, you know, the fear of missing out and you just, well, I'm just going to create this post or or she said that I'm going to do that. Then she said something else, but I'm going to do both of them, you know, like we, we tend to kind of grasp for what is, you know, the secret to the success we're wanting. And one of the things I see is content that converts is the content that comes from the heart. And, and that might sound a little strange, right? It's a bit, bit like fluffy and you know, wholehearted and so forth. But when you have content coming from the heart, what that actually means is it's connecting emotionally with your clients yeah. but also it usually brings in a aspect of logical so you have both components and in sales and, and in psychology when you have two, both of them together in explaining a problem or a transformation we actually get more curious and we start relating and suddenly you have someone that is wanting to follow you like a micro influencer or, or someone that wants to be around you because you made them feel good and that's the first step in a client journey, helping them feel good about themselves or a problem or, you know, especially as coaches, right? That's
0: yeah. Um, one. Yeah. And I should tell you, it's not at all strange when you're around me and when you're talking to the audience of this show to talk about the heart, because I talk about it all the time and people are in my tribe love to talk about it and learn about it. So I actually really love that you brought that up. I'm so glad. I didn't know, but that's, that's
1: awesome. Maybe yeah. that's why we connected so easily.
0: Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. In fact, throughout this time, you've been saying things that I'm like, she's spiritually grounded. She's connected with her heart. Like I can actually hear that in <laughs> how you are sharing and what you're sharing. So I really, mm-hmm. really, really appreciate appreciate that
1: yeah well oh, thank you uh, yeah I think you know I don't know about you this might be a bit contra- di- controversial is that I think that's what you say controversial you know I think as the online businesses and I think has grown so much this past two years due to COVID it's more than ever now you know more than ever you need to be real raw and honest you need to Trust yourself enough to be vulnerable with your audience because that's that's the people that's going to see the most impact. Yeah. But that's also the people that's going to be able to change the world. You know, one sphere at the time, one person at the time, and and a lot of times, you know, the big guns they have, you know, the big guns. <laughs> but when we wear our hearts, that's where we we usually get to climb and and have that exponential growth because of the relational because of the way we
0: connect right thank you so much for sharing that and you know you're reminding me of actually just last year I did like a mini launch of a new project that I was going through and I wanted to do like lives like Facebook lives as one of the ways that I was going to get the word out about it and I'd actually never done Facebook lives before (laughs) last year was my first time starting and I remember the first live that I did thank you to my coach who reminded me Samia you don't have to be perfect in fact I forbid you to try and be perfect because I have a tendency to try and be perfect hmm. And so I really took that to heart because, um, you know, otherwise I would have delayed taking action. And so my very mm-hmm. first life, I was like, really honest. I was like, this is my very first life. So please excuse <laughs> if it doesn't, you know, sound all nice and polished or if I go off on mm-hmm. a tangent or whatever. But I do have a mission for why I'm doing this. And, you know, I just got into it. And it just so happened, I got so into it. (laughs) The live went on for, I think, like 40, 50 minutes, something like that. But I was just having so much Mm -hmm. fun. And the other really cool thing that happened was that some people actually jumped on the live and I saw some comments and interaction when I was doing the live from it was basically some of my good friends who noticed I was doing the live and jumped on but then after because um, uh, you know the recording stays on, on on the profile I had people commenting and liking and I got some really awesome feedback from just doing that
1: yeah. yeah, and and I think that speaks to the value of it, you know, like, and I love what you said, you know, I just went and did it, you know, even if it wasn't going to be perfect, if I wasn't, you know, even if I didn't feel comfortable, you know, I, that, that's how we grow and, and good on you for doing that. You know, a lot of people would have postponed it a little bit and a little bit and a little bit till they started feeling a little comfortable around the idea and then they would have done it. And I think you know that says so much about who you are and how you you know your desire to show up and serve people trumped the the feeling of anxiety or the you know how is this gonna go you know
0: yeah yeah you know i didn't honestly have too much anxiety in the sense that i was more like excited Mm -hmm. um but like uh if, if i was nervous it was from a place of being excited and thankfully, like in my case, you know, I I'm not a complete newbie in terms of speaking and sharing. Yeah. Um, you know, I do have my own podcast. I'm used to sort of sharing. It was just a new mm. forum and I'm not I wasn't so I i I'd not done lives before, mm. but, you know, but I've done lots of recording and speaking in other contexts. So, you know, for me it was a relatively easy <laughs> Even, yeah um, step to take once I got reminded that you know don't worry about being perfect
1: yeah yeah I, I love that and did you have a good you know did you feel how did you feel afterwards like yeah, no, I after felt, the vibe
0: sure I felt really good and mm-hmm. I ended up doing a lot more lives I started actually doing them on a fairly regular basis for the duration of the campaign that I was doing to launch my project and um, I actually got better and better I got more on point with you know my message and what I had to say and I, I got lots of positive feedback on on it so I'm so happy that I i didn't
1: yeah I love vibes, but like you when I mean I did it the first time I remember my coach was like you should just do vibes, just just go and do and I was like I'm not sure if I can you know I like you I'm very familiar with speaking like I've had different speaking arrangements and and I don't really mind speaking in front of the audience but then I thought of you know being filmed and you know um and, and but then as you got started just of jumped into it and did it imperfectly and seeing people you know getting the live feedback for me i was i was dancing on the on the floor afterwards because i was so excited for and celebrated both myself but also the, the the amazing things that had come up during the live because we got to cover such a good basis with people asking questions and it was it was just a lot of fun Yes,
0: and I think that uh, brings me to, like, the, the big question that I have for you right now. Mm-hmm. And that is, how do we introduce even more fun into the process of marketing and using strategies, creating strategies?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing is you need to recognize what you find fun. Um, because that might be different. And then I would look at how can that be applied in the different aspects of your business. So, for example, on marketing, you know, when we have the marketing kind of planned out, the client journey, we know how to appeal and drive transformation. We have it kind of all set in in, in space and time, right? Then it's you deciding how you're going to show up. I very rarely tell my clients, you need to do this, many posts. you need to do this. I usually talk about okay, how can we share this knowledge, this this transformation in the way that you get excited about it? Because for some, that might be lives, that might be posts, maybe a combination or reels or TikToks, you know, it's not about how much or where, but it's about knowing why you're posting it and seeing the client client journey through it. And I also think taking the pressure off, you know, allowing yourself to just trust in the process and, 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 and finding those fun things within that, you know, like I really enjoy client journey, but not a lot of clients do. They, it's, you know, it's a process of finding it, you know, I'm digging into the brain, you know, their markets and, and we're kind of some, for some people that might be a bit heavy, but for me, what makes it fun is that I get to understand how their market works and then I get to show them that. But then usually when they recognize the outcomes of their fun things, maybe in strategy or marketing, that's where they're like, oh, so I can do that. I get permission to like that. I get permission to do that my way. That's very releasing and that makes it more fun.
0: Mm. I agree with you. I so agree with you. And, um, you know, as you we were talking, I think another question that was just popping in my mind was, can you, you've been talking about it and referring to it already uh, to some extent as uh, as we have been talking right now. I was just wondering if you could like maybe give an example um, of, of, of what, um like um maybe in the context of your own business or one of your clients uh uh, what creating the strategy implementing the strategy a strategy um what that process just sort of looks like from when you first start until you know you're like well into, into actually implementing implementing it
1: sure that's a really good question so what I can do is I can look at it from from my business um and so whenever I and strategy is dynamic I want to say that it's not you know you haven't just created set in stone but whenever I start with a process of you know creating a strategy it's the main focus is, okay, what what do we want to do? What is the mission that we have? And then it's finding out, okay, then you would hear probably not, you know, it's niching down. I don't like calling it that, so I usually say, create a profitable audience. You need to find the people that are wanting to buy it. You don't have to niche down so so narrow that you can't find it, but recognizing who you wanna serve and what you do, Either both can be very specific or one can be a little broader, but not if both of them are broader, you're not, you know, you're going to throw out the fishing net with two big holes and you're not going to catch any right. So we want to, and so recognizing those two things is the first thing of a strategy because it's understanding who and what we're doing and how we want to serve them. Right. And then looking at how you are as a person. So one of the things that I help my clients with is kind of seeing, and so for myself, I actually had a coach help me with this because it's harder to see your blocks yourself. But what I do with my clients is recognizing their patterns, like how they work, what's their strengths, what do they like, what are things that people react to, what are their friends, you know, interacting with already. And then we put that as the ground foundation. So we incorporate... What's unique about you, you know, the, your gift skills, the talents, maybe the things that you even haven't recognized. Like, I had one of my clients, she was really good at one thing, and um, we broke it down into some more tangible things. So, and then suddenly she's like, okay, so I'm really good at helping people lose weight, right? But then she said, well, you're not just good at helping people lose weight because what you're doing is you're recognizing their habits. And then you're able to help them shift it without them thinking about it, which is quite amazing, right? You know, without dieting, without kind of doing things. Does that make sense? That
0: makes sense. And that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And so, in that, you know, we're diving into that behavior patterns and recognizing, and usually we attract people that are very similar in our behavior pattern with the values, with, with how we act. And so getting to know you and getting to know your audience together, then we create the strategy of how that would look like to, I call it connect, qualify, and convert. That's kind of my three in my business, where attract is where I get to serve. I get to talk to people and connect with them and, you know, get excited. And then the qualifying is where I serve, but also see if you're a good potential match for maybe my one of my programs or maybe you just you're there to get free stuff that's also okay you know but i'm making sure that i see where you're at and how i can support you moving forward right and so kind of breaking it down into bite-sized steps of the client journey um so it's not so big big and 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 uneatable
0: Oh, that, that, thank you for laying out those three primary um, steps of building out the strategy because I think that was sort of like what I was missing before mm-hmm. uh, in, in my understanding of like the, the idea of, you know, using strategy and building strategy. So thank you mm-hmm. so much for sharing that. That was so, so helpful. Is there any like last thoughts that you would like to share with us for today? Mm -hmm.
1: No, I just want to encourage you, you know, if you're a business owner and you want to move forward in your business and you have that desire, there's a reason for it. And there's a reason for it. Usually it's because you're meant to impact people with that gift, that little nudge that you're probably feeling in your heart or your, you know, your gut, go for it. You know, like what can you lose? Maybe you help someone, maybe, that one person
0: who you changed your life, you never know. Yes. Oh, thank you again, Anya, for joining us today and for sharing all your wonderful, wonderful wisdom. And uh, for those of you who are listening or watching this, please make sure you check the show notes because we're going to be adding... Anya's links to the show notes so you can get in touch with her. I'll also add my links there so you can get in touch with me if you like. And yeah, that's basically it for now. And until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.